This is Enlightened Moment with Prophet Shepard Bushiri, a program where you will discover kingdom principles that will help you win in your everyday life through teachings that are shared clearly for your understanding. Egypt. Get this in your head. When they were moving from Egypt and they were hungry, God began to give them manna. Did you hear me? God began to give them what? Manna. So God was providing them. By the day they arrived in Canaan, manna stopped. So some of you are shocked. You used to have things before. And now those things are no longer coming. I will tell you why. When those things were coming to you at that time, it was manna. But there is a level when God stops giving you manna because he knows you have now arrived. You are not getting it. You are not getting it. You are not getting it. So right this very minute, God is looking at you. He's like, oh, they are now in Canaan, in a place of plenty. All you have to do now, begin to take possession over your inheritance in Canaan. Receive in the name of Jesus. As I pray, wherever you are, I want you to get this declaration again. God has sent me with a word in my mouth to declare where things are not changing to change. Where things are not turning around, to turn around. So that every situation must bow to the sovereign power of our Lord Jesus Christ, to the glory of his name. I therefore declare to you, wherever things are not changing, wherever things are not turning around, in the name of Jesus, let there be change. 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 In the name of Jesus, shout yes. Clap your hands for the Lord if you can. I say clap your hands for Jesus. Quickly, yes or no? Check this scripture out. Got to Exodus 29, verse 7. Take the anointing oil and anoint him by doing what? How must you anoint him? It is by pouring on his head. Why? That's the question. It is take the anointing oil and anoint him. By pouring it on his head. Now, the question must be, why? That should be your worry. Now, let's go to the book of Isaiah. Now, Isaiah 21 verse 5. King James Version. <laughs> Oil the shoots. Just put that in mind. Oil the shoots. One, two, three, go read. Anoint the shield. 
In NIV, it doesn't say anoint. It says what? Oil. Oil the what? The shield. Now, what's the shield here? Now, let's find out. So, a shield is a weapon. Now, when we talk about a shield in the military or in any battle or in any war zone, it is a weapon. Somebody say a weapon. Now, the Bible says, anoint the what? Anoint the shield. Anoint the weapon. Go back to the same scripture. Give me an amplified version. One, three, go read. Where is the enemy? So when I go to your house now, where will I find your problem? The location of your enemy. Where is the location of your enemy? So you leave your house, you leave the enemy at your gate. And you come in church and we pray for you. We anoint you. You receive healing. You receive deliverance. The moment you arrive back home. So the Bible says anoint you the shield. And deal with the enemy at your gate. So, the question is, what is the shield? The answer is what? It is a weapon. Now, if, if you're following, raise up a hand and say, I'm following. What is the shield? It's a weapon. So, the Bible says, anoint what? Which is the what? The weapon. So, God is saying, anoint the weapon. Now, what is this weapon? Now, in Jeremiah 51 verse 20, let's find out what is this weapon. Thou art my battle axe and weapons of war. Now, give me NIV. Now, in NIV, the Bible says what? It says, you are what? My war club and what? My weapon for battle. Now God looked at somebody who was a king, Cyrus. And he said, you are my weapon. Now look at your neighbor and say, you are God's weapon. Now again, tell your neighbor, you are God's weapon. Say it again. You are God's weapon. You are God's weapon. Now let's go back to uh, Exodus 29, verse 7. It says what? One they go read. Take the anointing oil and anoint, anoint who? Me. Say me. me. Now, who are you? Somebody say I'm a weapon. Now let's, let's see again, let's see again, let's see again, let's see again. How should we anoint you? By pouring on your head. Why? Why? No, no, no. The reason is, the reason is, Isaiah, what is, what is at your gate? No, you didn't hear me. What is at your gate? What is at your gate? Now, now Isaiah 21 verse 5. Let's read again. Let's read again. Let's read again the scripture. Now, the Bible says in this way, it says what? 
my God, they're being slow. Let's check it. One, two, go read. Oil of the weapon. He says, how should you anoint the weapon? Pour white on the head. Because you are God's weapon. So how would you fight? God has appointed you as a weapon. How would you fight? In Jeremiah 1 verse 10, you are told how you're going to fight. Now, what is the Bible saying? In Jeremiah 1 verse 10, Say today, I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overflow, to build. So he says, you are my weapon. Are you here? You are my what? My weapon, I have appointed you to destroy things. I have appointed you to uproot things. I have appointed you to break things. Are you here or you're home? Now back to Jeremiah uh, uh, 51 verse 20. Now it says, you are my war club and the weapon of war. You are my war club and my weapon for battle. With you, I shatter nations. With you, I destroy kingdoms. Who is the shield? Now, I didn't see your hand. I said, who is the shield? I am a shield. Who is the weapon? I am the weapon. Now, we have people in the church today who think there will be a certain, you know, there will be a certain uh, a weapon from God that will come and do something on their behalf. No, you are the weapon. Any seed that has not been planted by God in your finances. Somebody say, I uproot it. Any seed that has not been planted by God in your walk with Christ. Say, I uproot it. Any seed that has not been planted by God in your children. Say, I uproot it. Somebody say, I'm a weapon. No, say it loud and clear. Say, I'm a weapon. Say so any, any seed that has not been planted by God in my blood, in my body, in my family, say so I uproot it, say so I break it, I destroy it. Say so in the name of Jesus, say so out, say so I am a weapon. So the Bible says, anoint the weapon. Now, how were they doing it? Now, in those days in, 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 in the Bible, in those battles, for the sword to be effective and powerful, you had to anoint it. Every time, you had to take the oil and anoint it. And anoint it and put it there. And God says, you are that weapon. You need again and again to be anointed, to be prepared for war. Because there is trouble at your gate. There is problem at your gate. I know some of you, you want to enter. There is a room for your healing. But every time you want to get in and receive your healing, at that gate, there are powers of darkness. They block you from being healed. Every time you're about to get married, there are powers and principalities that block you from getting married. Every time you are praying, and your life is getting closer, closer to the heart of God. 
the enemy at the gate pushes you back. And you find yourself back in your old ways. And this is the reason why today God said anoint them. Prepare them for war. There shall be victories and victories. There shall be testimonies. Oh, I'm talking to somebody here who's hearing. This direction, they are better, they are better, they are better. What about that? What about that? Somebody said the name of Jesus. I received the preparation. So God said, pour the oil upon their heads. Pour the oil upon their heads. Now, when we say pour the oil, which is the anointing oil, what does it mean? People think, um, I, I heard somebody saying they were praying for the anointing upon them to increase. There's no prayer like that in the world. Anointing does not increase. Do you hear me? Oh, I'm praying for more anointing. I'm praying to have more anointing. Anointing does not increase. Jesus cannot increase. It's like saying, I want Jesus to increase in me. Anointing, it is the action of the spirit. Does not increase. What increases in your life? It is grace and the knowledge. The whole Bible, there is no other place where anointing must increase. I wonder so many people saying, I'm praying for to have more anointing. An increase in no anointing does not increase. When the anointing comes upon you, he comes in you. He comes to stay. In 2 Peter 3 verse 18, it is grace and the knowledge that can only increase. Now check the scripture. But grow in the grace and the knowledge. So you can grow in grace. You can grow in the knowledge. But not in anointing. Anointing it is the action. The moving of God's power. The reason why so many church, churches today, so many believers today, are failing to be effective, it is because they still believe the old tradition where they will pray in their house and then God will leave heaven, come down, touch their back and remove the pain. You will die with a back problem. He said, you shall lay your hands on the sick and they shall be healed. Take your hand and put at your back. Say, in the name of Jesus, your pain on my back, I command you, come out. And you shall be healed. Now, kneeling in your room, oh Lord, God, oh why are you not coming from heaven? God should leave his throne. You try it. Write a letter to your president in your country. Invite him to your house. Let's see if he will come. If, if a president of a country cannot come to your house, you are trying to invite the ruler of the whole universe to come to your house. To do what? Because my boyfriend is not answering his call. 
Are you serious? He's brutiquing me. God, calm down. <laughs> God must do what? <laughs> you must calm down to do what? <laughs> no, God, you, you don't understand. Somebody say, I am the weapon. Said louder, I am the weapon. So right now, you're going to go to that house and make statement in that house. You're going to go into that business and make statements over that business. God will use you. You are the weapon God is going to use. Don't use God as your weapon. God says you are the weapon. Can you imagine God had to go to Moses and say, Moses, you'll be the one to take the people out of Egypt. Why didn't God come from heaven with the fire and burn the house of Pharaoh and burn everyone in Egypt and say, oh, you people, leave? Because God is not a weapon. He has made you to be a weapon. He said to Moses, go, Pharaoh will bow to you. The magicians of Egypt will bow to you. And I declare that over you. Whatsoever fellow you are facing will bow to you. Whatsoever, whosoever magician will bow to you. Some may weep on. Say it loud and clear. Some may weep on. You are my battle axe. With you, I'll break kingdoms. Kingdoms, whether it's a kingdom of darkness, it will bow. It will break. Some may say break. You see the way you're talking? It's like there is a, a relationship somewhere with the kingdom of this kingdom. So break! I release the grace wherever you are in the name of Jesus. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Receive in the name of Jesus. I see the beam of light coming. Wherever there was darkness, darkness disappearing. Declare something now. What you want to happen this month. Anything you want, say it right this moment. When God saw the spirit moving, God said, let there be light. When he saw the spirit moving, God said what he wanted. You say something that you want. Say something that you want. Say something that you want. Declare, declare, declare. Make a statement. This is Enlightened Moment with Prophet Shepherd Bushiri, a program where you will discover kingdom principles that will help you win in your everyday life through teachings that are shared clearly for your understanding.